G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Two in the Back, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and also across the globe. Welcome to Season 2, we're going to give you the Grit Series. My name's Jack, and I'm once again gladly joined on a very early morning by good mate, Gus. Gus Bus, how you going? Good, thank you Jack, how are you? Yeah, good This mate. morning. <laughs> very, a bit fresh this morning. It's, a bit, it's got a slight chill to the yeah, air. And it's nice, and um, once again, thanks uh, producer Frey. For helping us put this podcast together. And for the coffee. Yeah, very much. Thank you for the coffee. Can't be uncaffeinated. <laughs> decaffeinated? I don't know how to say it. Well, who buys decaffeinated? I would guess uncaffeinated. Coffee. A person can't really be decaffeinated. You're decaffeinated after you've had a coffee, but then it wears off. Yeah. Although yeah. uncaffeinated sounds grammatically incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> I sound caffeinated right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Ill caffeinated. You sound juiced, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, first episode of season two... We've got six episodes to come leading into our charity event at the Living Charity Cup. We've called it the Grit Series. So we're going to give you six stories, essentially, about resilience, um, determination, all the above. Mental health. Mental health. Setbacks. All, yeah, all, all, hopefully all six with a message to share at the end. Um, so it's going to be an Short exciting Short and sweet. One. Short and sweet. A little... Uh, Commute to work, 15 minutes. Short commute, if you live close. You never know with us, we could push this out to about 25. No. <laughs> Shake it <laughs> ahead from <Yeah>. producer Frey. <laughs> um, but for each and every one, we're going to start off with our new segment, This or That. And boys, do I have a cracker for you today? Do you? Oh yeah, I've brought... So last week, or last podcast, I went with the beverages category. Today I've gone with the... Snacks category. Ooh. And I've brought them into the studio. Stop <laughs> that. <laughs> this. This is a classic, this one. You're going to love this. Here comes the crinkle. For the listeners, Jack's <laughs> reaching his hand silently oh, into fingers. an IGA bag. Scotch fingers. That's this. Yeah. Compared to that. It's going to be chalky scotch fingers. Oh! <laughs> Mint slice. Take your pick. Mint slice. Mint slice. Oh, what? <laughs> thought you had a debate on your hands. <laughs> What about a scotch finger with a tea or, you know? Scotch fingers are good. They're versatile, but they're sort of like the avo of the biscuit world. <laughs> you wouldn't have them on your own, on their own. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do all the time. <laughs> Producer Frey? Yeah, mint slice all the way. Yeah, that's very cool. Mint slice is right up there for me. Mint slice is almost as good as the top Arnott's mixed creams, assorted creams. And I'm talking Monte Carlo. That's a big call. Shortbread cream. Mm. Those Kingstons. Kingstons. Mint slice is up there in that realm for me. Yeah. Shortbread cream. Not shortbread cream. Scotch finger. Scotch finger is good on a trip. Do you know what I mean? I can't believe you went to... Yeah, anyway. I'd love to be in Chuan with a tea and a scotchy. Well, this mo- even this morning here in Brisbane, for instance. That's true. It's got a bit of a chill. Yeah. It's good for that. Mint slice, maybe not a morning bicky. Mm. Maybe I'm swaying back now. It depends on the time. Maybe I've compared two wrong biscuits. No, you can compare them. <laughs> Don't doubt yourself. Okay. So, well, I'm going Scotchfinger. I'll give, I will give Scotchfinger some... Just because it's accompanied unbelievably with the tea. I do give it some value for those other situations. Mint slice is more of like a pure after-dinner treat. Indulgence. Mm, indulgence. Mint is traditionally a big after-dinner thing as well. That is true. Yeah. Before toothbrushing was a thing, I guess. <laughs> well, the reason why mint slice was on my mind because I just last night I watched Fletch and Hindy's road trip to Brisbane. Yeah, and Hindy was driving and Fletch was in the passenger seat, smacking back to his news, 
and feeding Hindy mint slices. <laughs> so I thought That's the fuel you need for a long drive, eh? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Mint slice it is. Wins. Yep. Tick. Let us know. Let us know. Right in. Might even do a poll. <laughs> Who knows? Claimed we might. Um, all right. Before we get started for our first story, um, we, once, we want to once again thank our podcast sponsor, Kiala Organic Beef. They are 100% certified organic grass-fed beef and pork delivered straight from their farm straight to your door or workplace wherever you are and wherever you want to be if you like it <laughs> <laughs> they'll deliver it to you we're getting close <laughs> i'm not even putting it on it simply washes off me <laughs> all right so that's a good ad isn't it <laughs> it is very it simply washes off me <laughs> okay well, the first of our six stories um, of the Grit series. Gus, I believe you're going to kick us off for round one. All right. Um, I'll do it. We don't know what it is, so this is also exciting for us. But what have you got for us? So, before I start, I'll just say it's difficult, especially with when we're trying to find topics that are inherently involving setbacks or adversity. Yeah. It's difficult to tell someone's story for them. I'll just disclaimer it. Yeah, that's a, okay. Good idea. Like this is uh, from reading interviews and listening to interviews and stuff. Just in case you butcher the story. This is my best impression. Okay. <laughs> so, but I'm gonna say, you know, I'll say th- it's. I'm gonna say things like she did this. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but that's my <laughs> best impression. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want a disclaimer that. So I'm gonna tell you about Tamika Catchings. Right. Ring a bell? Not for no. me. Must not be big fans. Anyway, so Tamika was was actually born... Well, they didn't know from straight away, but she was born with hearing impairment in both her ears. And her parents found out when she was three uh, because she was on the playground and they, she just wasn't responding to their like calls to her right. at all. I think she had an older brother who had hearing impairment, so they sort of picked it quickly. Um, got her hearing aids i think this was when would this have been maybe yeah, like i was about to ask what is this like in the in our years of like cochlear implants or not or this would have been the early 80s maybe okay right definitely not so, <laughs> so i think it was like your big brown box strapped behind your ear yep. type thing so they hadn't hadn't it was pretty obvious um following from that she had a pretty hefty speech impairment impediment I think in the form of a lisp. Yep. So, you know, it's not... As a kid, it doesn't take much, especially in like primary school, to stand out. No, that's definitely these days as well. Like, And you just don't... Maybe this isn't the best... It's probably not the best world that this is the case, no. but generally as a kid, you don't want to stand out no. in primary school. No. You're pretty pretty much happy under the radar. Maybe that's not a good thing, but that's the way it probably is. Probably not, but yeah. Um, so apparently she just... I think she just got teased and bullied a fair bit for it. Um, you know, it doesn't take much. No. And I think she was pretty tall. Also, it doesn't help just standing out. Rough trot, eh? Yeah, and just um, just just built up. I think event- they moved around a lot, so she was new, new kid, two big hearing aids, bit of a speech impediment. Eventually, it built up when she was in year three. She just got so frustrated and so upset that she threw her hearing aids into a tall field of grass. This is in year three. Yeah, walking home from school with her siblings. Yeah. 
and they couldn't find them. And her mum was like, we can't afford to buy new ones right now. Fair enough. So yeah. she just went, so she just had to figure out how to survive without them. So she had to sit at the front of the class and try and read lips to the teacher. No way. And whenever the teacher would turn around, yeah. she'd miss everything, obviously. Yeah. So she had to stay behind class and ask questions. This is in like primary school. So that's like, that's dedication. Yeah. That not many people would show in, in primary school. Even trying to lip read too. That's tough. Yeah. But she said she struggled socially a lot because in a crowded room with different voices, she just couldn't pick things up. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's, it's one thing to be across from someone and be like, lip reading and hearing a bit. Yeah. It's a totally different scenario to be in a room with 15 people and trying to pick stuff up. Yeah, it's too, that's tough. Just got nothing. So I think she just poured all that sort of pent up frustration and energy into sport. And the sport that she uh, ended up choosing was basketball. Wow. So she was, she played through high school and... Well, she, she's tall. She was tall. Yeah. So she played through high school and then played well enough to get an offer to Division One school, Tennessee. Yep. The big Lady Vols. Big school. Yeah, big school. Yep. And Pat Summit was the coach at the time. So this was, I think, she was there for four years in the end, 97 through 2001. But I think in her freshman year, she, she'd, she'd gone this whole time without wearing her hearing aids, just vibing stuff out. Since she threw them in the garden? It sounds like it. It sounds yeah. like it. Just going extra effort just to figure stuff out. And Pat Summit called her to her office. Yep. So she was bricking, like, what have I done wrong? You're new, like new in a team. What's going on? And the coach sat her down and says, like, has a long talk. And I think it sounds like eventually just broke down the stigma of it and said, like, what do you do if you have a limp? Yeah. You get a leg brace or a cane. Like, you know, it's just, it's not shameful or humiliating to just get the help that you need right so she she felt that in when she was wearing or using these the hearing aids that it was like a a weird thing yeah right but it's just you know it doesn't have to be it's just normal to get the help that you happen to need yep anyway she did became her her best um her best self in that sense and went to the wnba right so she's very good she's good (laughs) And I'll just read out the resume because it's nuts. And I wanted to write it all down, but it's too long. So she was drafted in 2001. She was injured all year. Came back, won Rookie of the Year 2002. That's pretty good. And then when you look at the resume, she was a champion in 2012, finals MVP in 2012, league MVP 2011, 10-time All-Star, (laughs) 7-time All-First Team, Five-time All-Second Team, five-time Defensive Player of the Year, ten-time All-Defensive First Team, two-time All-Defensive Second Team, eight-time Steals Leader. That's unbelievable. All-time Playoffs Leading Scorer, all-time Playoffs Rebounding Leader, all-time Playoffs Steals Leader, (laughs) Sportsmanship Awards times three. Yeah, pretty much did it all. I feel kind of bad that we didn't even include her in the GOAT debate. I know, (laughs) I know. That's that's an extensive resume. All the conversation about her, so basically this week she ends up going, she went into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Okay. And in her speech, she said, basketball chose me. Wow. And all the character references and memories of her, the one thing people kept saying was that her drive, 
her determination and her intensity were second to none. Right. She could not be matched in just hustle and in grit. But within that, she also accepted her impairments. Yeah. And once she, I guess once she, once she did that, then she sort of kind of saw went to a new level. She got to that from just hard work and just being resilient to it. But you're right. Once she sort of broke it down and had that conversation, which I think is a really valuable conversation with, with her coach, just saying there's nothing wrong with needing help in one way or another, whatever that may be, whether it's mental health or anything else. And then she, like you say, she accepted it and she got on the hearing aids. Yeah. I think she was able to hear her teammates a bit more clearly. Well, that helps. <laughs> I don't know, how would she go? Well, she said, she just, she just said like, oh, it's more body language anyway. Just vibing it. Yeah. But she got to D1 just vibing it. Well, she must be a natural then. Because you know how yeah. like natural talented players of any sport just, sort just of, vibe. Yeah. So, and that's what amazing. she, I think she must have been. But yeah, that sort of determination and character that she showed in year three and four to go to the front of the class and try and rip lead, lip read yeah how good is that <laughs> carried her all the way through and became sort of legendary amazing mm. hey, that's a ripper story um tamika catchings yep hall of famer hall as of, of fame. now i wonder what she's doing at the moment she's still involved in basketball i think she might be involved with indiana somehow um potential coaching role or possibly Possibly. That's the type of person that would just be would thrive in a in an external role to playing within within the club that she was at. Like, she must have a lot to offer. Hey, people would listen to her. Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> listen to her. Um, that's a great one. Our first grit series um, for season two. Tamika Catchings. Tamika Catchings. Unbelievable. And it's the twenty fifth anniversary year of the WNBA. So it's good time fit- to shine a fitting. light. Good stuff, mate. Good homeworks. Thanks. Good start. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, thanks for listening for to our first Grit series, uh, showing showcasing Tamika Catchings. And we'll um, stay tuned for episode two of the Grit series. And we want to, once again, thanks, Producer Frey. And thanks, Gus. Gus Thank Plus. you. Thanks, mate. See you next one. Can't wait. <laughs>